0: Welcome back, everyone. This has been a long and inspiring week. I think I didn't recover from the podcast's three weeks break yet. And as a result of that, I found myself yesterday morning with nothing meaningful to say here today. I asked myself, what would the grandmasters of comedy do in my place? And my answer to myself was, they talk about the local news. That's it, I said to myself. What a great idea! So, bottom line, today I'll just do some classic, old-fashioned comedy about the local news. I warn you in advance that it might be a little low on quality, but hopefully it's just this week. So, yesterday evening, I looked into the list of the most popular British newspapers. I picked one of them, the Daily Mail. And I went into the Daily Mail's website, and suddenly, my inspiration was back. I can't believe how a newspaper can have so much comedy material. I only picked a couple of stories, otherwise we would be here until morning. Or evening, depending on when you hear this. So first let's pick up what the first most important news should be, the referendum for the independence of Scotland. Scott went to vote to determine if they should be independent from the UK and they said no. Now I'm not picking sides here because frankly I couldn't care less. It's not my country; they're just letting me stay here. I know some of you are going to say that I should care that it is my country to a point, but I argue with this: If I share the house with a couple, if the house was the couples and I was just paying rent, I don't think I should have a say on whether the couple should divorce or not. So I'm not picking sides, and because I'm not picking sides, I'll just leave a representation of both points of view. England is happy and relieved not that Scotland said no. And for them, Scotland is just their rebel teenage kid who's thinking of running away from home. But then they realized they had no money, they didn't know where to go, and they didn't know how to support themselves, so they decided it was better to stay. For pro-independent Scots, it's basically the same story, but instead of being a teenage kid, they see themselves as a woman with an abusing husband who once thought about leaving him, but then realized that if they left, the husband would find them and beat them even more. Take the analogy that suits the best to your convictions. So, this is what the front page of yesterday's Daily Mail's website should be, but it was not. Instead, there was a big headline about the now-famous iCloud hacker and all the nude celebrity photos that leaked. After last month's initial leak of nude photos of 101 celebrities, this time a so-called new wave of photos was leaked on the internet including nude photos of Kim Kardashian, Vanessa Hudgens, and Avril Lavigne, among others. Kim Kardashian already reacted, saying, and I quote, It's about damn time. I was already thinking I would have to leak the pictures myself. Celebrities still don't know how the hackers gain access to their iCloud accounts. One of them said that their password was their dog's name, along with their date of birth, And that will be impossible for the hacker to know since no one knows the real age. In the meantime, there was another shocking news by the Daily Mail explaining how new home hackers could be spying on us using some brand of webcams that people were buying for their own security. The shocking list of videos that was made available by the hackers included babies in cots, a boy playing on his computer, another boy asleep, Two men in a kitchen sharing a meal, an elderly woman relaxing in an armchair, and the inside of a vicar's church changing room. I have to say, as hackers, they're not very good at this, are they? Because they're obviously doing this to see nude people, but it's been pretty disappointing so far, isn't it? I mean, when they started planning the whole hacking to see nude people, it never crossed their minds that the first person they would see nude was the vicar of the church? I could just see one of the hackers saying to the other, be patient, my friend. Today is just an elderly woman on a chair, but tomorrow it could be a 40-year-old milf with a big cleavage. You never know. Finally, I caught eye on yet another great piece of news. Celebrity Ireland Baldwin went on record to defend the legs of yet another celebrity, Kendall Jenner. Yeah, I don't know either. After a magazine showed a picture of candles with cellulite in their legs, Ireland defended their friend saying that the picture was photoshopped, that she had flawless legs and that she had seen them in person plenty of times. I could do a whole episode on why exactly is this news, but... That would just be too easy, so I'm just going to talk about the girl's name instead. This is Alec Baldwin and King Bessinger's daughter. They named her Ireland L.E.S. Baldwin. So, you heard it well. Her first name is a country. Frankly, I think this is a great idea. Why aren't we naming more girls after countries? We could totally have a Norway Johnson, for example. Or a Moldavia McDonald. Or a Portugal Smith? Why not? Or, check this out, uh, Greece Witherspoon. Eh? See what I did there? Grease Witherspoon. So good. But that's not the only curious thing about this girl's name. Not only her first name is a country, her second name is an acronym. L-E-S. I have no idea what Elias stands for. The best match that I found on Wikipedia was Launch Escape System, which was probably what Alec Baldwin did when Ireland was conceived. But I don't really think it stands for anything. It looks more like Alec and Kim were using a Ouija board to determine the girl's name. You know, that board that is used to summon spirits and everyone gets their hands on a pointer and it moves to different letters? That's what I did and first the pointer went straight to the world map and pointed to Ireland and then it went back to the board with the letter L and then the letter E and then the letter S. Ireland, L-E-S, Baldwin. Great name! They got lucky, you know. It could have been much worse. The pointer could have pointed to Wales instead. That's it for me is an open mic podcast. If you want to participate, send your 5 to 10 minute sound clip to that's it for me gmail.com That's it for me is brought to you by Me. Stood the They'd seen his face before. Nobody was really sure he was on the house. Floor. That's it for me. See you next week.